Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 54. My name is Chris Harper. Take Note, the radio program, is heard live weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. In it, we ask listeners to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. This podcast features a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. Find out more on our website, khmg.org, khmg.org. Today, we want to ask you to take note of 1 Samuel 16, 1-13. God provides Israel a king in the passage we'll address today. He's chosen that king from among Jesse's sons, and Samuel is sent to make the selection. But he's to make God's selection, not his own. This seems too obvious a point to make. But many of us are like Samuel, quick to believe our own thinking is correct, not considering the perspective of the Creator, which is totally beyond our own. This account is about a lot of things. One is that God sees beyond what we can see. In this case, he saw the heart of David, who was yet the youngest. And that's our theme from 1 Samuel 16, 1 through 13 today. There's a lot of things going on in Israel at this time. The Lord gives us a tiny summary when he speaks to Samuel. Suffice it to say, God has selected a new king. He would go on to be the most important king in Israel's history, a household name for us today, and someone, if we know his story, who can be an example to us all. This is another in the many accounts of this king's life that helps us, because we see how God looked upon him, how he recognized what was in him, though others didn't see it. It's a well-known story. We want to take a closer look as we begin 1 Samuel 16, verses 1 and 2. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take an heifer with thee, and say I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. Israel are God's people. He has allowed them to have a king, Saul. But he has at this time rejected him from reigning over his people. This is God's choice. It's up to him. And the king coming after Saul is up to him too. And he's already selected one. So he tells Samuel to prepare, to bring oil for anointing this king. And he will be among the sons of Jesse, who is from Bethlehem. Saul has some obvious concerns about appointing a new king under the current king's nose, but God says take a heifer to sacrifice. This was Israel's practice for covering of sin and for the worship of God. And that's exactly what Samuel would do on this mission, inviting Jesse and his sons to come along. Let's read on, 1 Samuel 16.3. And call Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do, and thou shalt anoint unto me him 
whom I name unto thee. So here we have it. Samuel is to anoint the king God names, not to rely upon his own instincts or his own understanding, but to select the one God points out. This is, among other things, an exercise in trusting God, going about his mission in his way, listening to his instructions, and acting when he tells Samuel to act. Samuel is God's servant, one who follows and obeys the Lord. And he did. 1 Samuel 16, 4 and 5. And Samuel did that which the Lord spake, and came to Bethlehem, and the elders of the town trembled at his coming, and said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves, and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons, and called them to the sacrifice. To this point, Samuel is doing exactly what God asked. Jesse and his sons will come along to the sacrifice, and Samuel will have the opportunity to look upon these sons. Eliab is first, 1 Samuel 16, 6 and 7. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. When we're on a mission for God, we can get distracted along the way. Now, he's gracious enough to point our attention back to his path, to provide a reminder or new information that will contribute to our success. Samuel is like us. He went from reliance upon God's plan to reliance upon his own understanding in no time. Eliab looked good to him. Maybe he had the gravitas of a king in Samuel's estimation. We only have a hint about what he may have seen in him based on God's response. God said, do not look on his appearance or the height of his stature. There may have been something in both that said, king to Samuel. But God had rejected him because God doesn't see as man sees. We only have the benefit of seeing the outside of a man, but he can see the heart. All the substance of a man's character is seen by his creator, who knows what men do, what men think, what motivates them, just what it would take to turn their heads or to persuade them. We see the surface. He plumbs the depths. With this instruction, Samuel goes on. 1 Samuel 16, 8-10. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. And he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. So after all these sons pass by Samuel, none of them are selected. Certainly there must be another. 1 Samuel 16, 11. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. 
And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down here till he come hither. The youngest was not even brought to the sacrifice. He remained in the field, minding the sheep. This young one, David by name, was not even considered, it seems. No one thought about him. But God knew him, God saw him, and God knew his heart. This is how the text continues, 1 Samuel 16, 12, and 13. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, and with all of a beautiful countenance, and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. This was a handsome young man, verse 12 tells us. There was something to look upon regarding his appearance. But he was selected for something deeper, because that wasn't all. And if you know anything of David's life, you'll understand how much deeper. Listen to what the New Testament said about him in Acts 13. And afterward they desired a king, and God gave unto them Saul, the son of Sis, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, by the space of forty years. And when they had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. David was a man after God's own heart. God knew best, and he encouraged his servant, Samuel, to rely upon his wisdom, not his own. When all the sons were seen, yet the youngest, David, remained, and he was the one God chose, because God looks on the heart. There's so many lessons for us here. We need to be concerned about our own hearts. We need to look beyond the surface. We need to listen to God as he guides. And we need to consider his ways, not our own. You've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.